Welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to take a closer look at one of my favorite semiconductor companies, NVIDIA. It seems to be a really, really great day for the overall market right now. We can see NVIDIA is up roughly 6% on today. But today I obviously don't want to talk about stock prices. I want to take a closer look at something that was released. And that was this technical block of NVIDIA's Grace CPU super chip and a closer look at its overall architecture. So this is going to explain a little bit more about Grace CPU super chip. And I also have some questions. It, me as an investor of NVIDIA, what do I expect out of this first CPU coming out for the company? And how do I believe it's going to impact the overall data center market? Let's take a closer look in today's episode. I do want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com slash Jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now. So like I mentioned on January 18th of 2023, a new technical block came out for the Grace CPU. Inside this technical block, we see a few cool things. First, some great insight of the chip and how it works. I do want to say sometimes it gets a little bit technical. This is on their developer side, so they might have, uh, but I do want to say it's nothing too crazy crazy um especially if you take a quick read it, it can give you a nice insight of how the overall product works the thing that was super exciting too they did share some benchmarks against third generation amd epic milan uh, and i thought that was pretty interesting and i think this is something that has kind of opened up a new can of worms of questions for me as an nvidia investor so the first question is where and how can grace win so this is important right to first understand that this is the first cpu from nvidia and this is not an excuse i believe the first generation of anything is always more than likely not going to be their best iteration, right? I remember when AMD first released their Ryzen uh, consumer CPU and their Epic uh, CPU for the server market. It wasn't the best, right? But there has to be at least some show of strength where we as an investor can see how it can progress over the future. Another example is Intel's first kind of ARC GPU. We still haven't seen the potential of where that can go or, or, or the strength of it as it just was released, but there is strong potential in that market. So I want to say as an investor of NVIDIA, I'm coming in here with the first generation, maybe not expecting something to blow me out the waters, but I wanted to be at least competitive or have some secret sauce or advantage. And that's what I want to I want to explain in today's episode. So here we can see from the benchmark, things don't look half bad. Again, remember, these are first party benchmarks and it's something that you don't have to take at 100 uh, percent because they might be playing around with certain value, not playing around with certain values, but only testing it in certain components where it shows that their overall product is better um, but this is comparing it to amd's epic third generation milan remember amd just recently released the fourth generation regardless i want to say in these four applications grace is doing pretty well uh, we can see they do mention that speed up in certain products are 2.5x faster in some of them 1.x and in others 1.5 but what i think is super super important and what's going to be the selling point for grace because it's being used on ARM architecture is going to be energy. 
And that's something I'm going to explain a little bit later, but we can see how energy savings are dramatic in different applications. Like an open foam is 3.5 times better energy efficient than Milan. Uh, and I, again, I think that's going to be the selling point for at least the first generation of Grace. But before we go any further, make sure to hit that thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience. If you want to support a little bit more, make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com slash Jose. Finally, if you are here, it means you're a semiconductor investor. Make sure to check out my semiconductor podcast, Semiconductor Investing and More. Weekly episodes with the co-host, we discuss what's happening in the semiconductor space. The link should be below on the pinned comment, or you can click the link above. And for those not familiar with some of those products, I want to kind of explain these four softwares that NVIDIA was kind of using. Open Foam, Open Foam which they mentioned was 2.5x performance. This is... Uh, a software that's used to kind of detect, uh, to kind of understand aerodynamics. We see that a lot in the automotive market, in the transportation world, and aeroacoustics. Again, there's different ways to use these products, but here we can see one solution of why Open Foam or or why Grace might be a great CPU for those kind of data sensors that are working on products that deal with aerodynamics. Again, we're thinking about it in just vehicles, but remember, there's plenty of things that need to be aerodynamic um, efficient from planes to trains uh, to maybe even robots and stuff like that. So this is very, very important. Next, we take a closer look at Nemo. Nemo was a 1.x, 1.8x performance. And this is an ocean engine that overall helps modeling uh, ocean activities and forecasting certain climate sciences. So we can see this is going to be one of the key notes or, or key points of this grace performance is the overall power for things like forecasting weather the other one's going to be wrf which is weather prediction um weather research and forecasting models and this is again pretty much just to kind of detect things in the overall weather aspect and this is something that supercomputing is really used at right now uh, we can also see the final one is bwa which has 1.5x performance this is Burroughs wheeler aligner which has to deal with dna sequencing so we see various markets here the dna the kind of weather prediction ocean and even aerodynamics so we can see where grace cpu is going to be used and or or where it has the potential of being used I also want to take a closer look at some of the kind of supercomputers that were already kind of thinking of implementing uh, the Grace Superchip. And the one we have, the first one announced, I believe, was on April 2021. So uh, almost two years ago. And, and that was Swiss National Supercomputing Center Alps System, uh, which is going to be used for things like astrophysics, computational fluid dynamics. And that's what that, that foam kind of software was for. Life science, molecular dynamics, quantum chemistry and particle physics. Again, that ha probably has to do a lot with that previous software that we mentioned, open foam. So again, why we see certain supercomputers might be super kind of excited about grace. The other one that we know is Los Almos National Laboratory. And this is one that's expected to do a lot with kind of weather predictions and stuff like that. So again, we met, we saw that software earlier, how grace CPU is pretty efficient for these kinds of workloads. And again, there's various solutions in the data center market and the needs for supercomputer as well. So there's definitely a market for grace. The other point I want to say is energy savings. 
Um, like I mentioned, this is thanks to the ARM architecture, but energy is becoming an important part for data sensors. Right now, roughly it's expected that three to 4% of total electricity is used by data sensors. And in the upcoming years, that is expected to continue to grow. ARM architecture allows Grace to have a lead over traditional x86 architecture CPUs when it comes to energy savings. The other thing is NVIDIA is using low power DDR5X memory to kind of help reduce the overall energy being used by this system as well. Uh, so I do believe this is gonna be the huge selling point for NVIDIA, at least for the first generation. First, it does seem like we're seeing right now that in selected workloads, their performance is competitive or even better than previous generations, which probably means they're a little, a little bit competitive to current generations. I do believe the second point is going to be, hey, maybe we might not be as competitive in performance, but we are going to help you save money in that electric bill, which is a lot for you data centers and supercomputers. I do believe NVIDIA also has another secret sauce, and that is their software stack, right? And this is something that NVIDIA has done in the past. They give their chips a purpose, and that purpose is driven by the software that they make. They already have a huge, huge lineup of, of software uh, behind them. So now with new solution, it already comes with plenty of developers. And I do believe that is also another secret sauce that NVIDIA has with the Grace Market. So final questions and i want you as the user uh, as the viewers to also answer them um will grace be a success i think in the long term yes grace has huge huge potential for the data center market and we know the data center market is a huge portion of nvidia's total revenue and it's a huge opportunity for growth for this company what to expect from the first generation i don't know i think the first generations for any company is usually always a flop uh, to some extent but as long as there is that secret sauce and i did mention i do believe the secret sauce for nvidia is going to be one their software and also that kind of energy savings compared to traditional x86 uh so let me think let me know in the comments below what are your thoughts of gray superchip and are you excited for this product to come out take care have a good day and see you next time